This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Your martial arts movie podcast. Ha-ha, I threw that shit before I walked in the room. Yeah! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come through. You know, baby. Fists of fail. All right. And that was the sound of me turning off my AC because we are now on camera. And you're going to see a gradual progression of me just slowly getting more and more sweaty. Uh, all right. And uh, speaking of, well, what's the opposite? So, you know, it would be nice if, if I was in Russia right now, where I assume it's always cold, right? Because that's where uh, anytime I'm on, uh, I watch a video from Russia, it's like always snowy there. Speaking of Russia and amazing transitions, Russian raid. <laughs> hey, that's the movie we're talking about. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Raid. Yeah, if you can see us on YouTube, which I swear we're going to put videos out on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can see it on Will's whiteboard. Mm-hmm. Rusky Raid or yeah. Russian Raid, as it's yeah. known in English in America. And the movie is not just the raid, but with Russians, which is what I was led to believe it was. Yeah, right? so was I, actually. I was getting worried that it was going to be not like a shot-for-shot remake, but they were just <laughs> going to steal the entire premise of the raid. The Indonesian film uh, starring mm-hmm. Eco Oase, where, hey, police officers are going into a drug-infested building, and they... You know, they kind of get stuck in there and they have to fight their way out. Very, very, very simple premise. Uh, If if you're going to copy a premise, I mean, that's a good one to do because it lends itself to so much action. Uh, And this movie, it's a raid, but not like that movie. Mm, Yes. Right? This is still technically a raid because it could have been a heist. Ugh. Well, your, fa- your favorite genre. It, <laughs> my it my could favorite have been a genre. No, uh, well, it started off kind of setting it up as if they're going to do some sort of heist. It, they didn't really do a really good job initially, like telling you what they're about to do. Uh, it's not until like they get into the throes of it where you actually discover what the plan was all along. And even then, like it's just you really don't understand what the motivations are until we get like maybe halfway through the film, right? Yeah, that was my big issue with this movie. The 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 way that the film was divulging the information to us. You're correct. Mm-hmm. In the beginning of the movie, they kind of set up a plan, but instead of really laying out the steps of said plan, like a heist movie would do, we literally go into it, and I was just confused. I was asking questions the whole time. I was like, wait, why are they here? Like, who are these people? What's going on? And I got it the second rewatch because I kind of looked up some information, mm, but okay. I felt 
that was that was a really that's where I was really struggling the, when I was first watching it. I just I just didn't get what was going on, even though the story is actually pretty simple. Hmm. Yeah. No. Yes. You're right. The story is very simple. The storytelling is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is a little bit of a mess. I think this is a good movie to spoil because I, if if I knew the entire plot throughout, I I don't think I would have been worried about all the little details I was missing because there are a few details that characters say and it's just one sentence and you mm-hmm. if you kind of missed it if you were maybe were looking somewhere else or you weren't reading the subtitles fast enough it could have gone over your head like there is a female character that i didn't know she was a former police officer yes yes that is that true. that went like right over my head so the entire movie i was thinking why was she there well even with that information i still thought why is she here <laughs> i like and she, there were bits Oh, she needed to be the damsel in distress. Well, yes, that's the real reason. Um, I mean, it's funny because this movie was like released what last year? I mean, 2020. Uh, well, I'm sure production. Uh, it was... released uh, this year, I think. Mm-hmm. In although uh, production was probably pre-COVID, right? Uh, I think last year was in Russia, though, probably. Mm, okay. Well, uh, yeah, like there's some things that feel a little dated, mostly the way that they treat the female character. One year is, is dated for you? <laughs> well, no, I mean like the way that they treat this character, the, the, the female character, she's literally a sex object throughout the whole film. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's Completely. extremely it's, objectified. I mean, this is not an American film where people are trying to be progressive. I'm not <laughs> saying things aren't progressive in Russia, but hey, you know how they treat Pussy Riot and all yeah. that fun stuff, so. yeah yeah not to get political but not at all. yeah i meant but, a literal riot of pussies oh yeah yeah sure that's yeah. totally what you meant like you know like vaginas like rubbing against each other <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> yeah we're getting demonetized right away yeah of course well wait are we monetized <laughs> i don't know we'll find out i mean okay. well, i guess we'll never be at this point <laughs> uh russian raid uh watching this last night made me realize one thing I am not watching it again. <laughs> oh, so it was like uh, it was like unbeatable for you. Uh, unbeatable. Oh, I guess in that sense, yeah. Like, well, I watched out the first fifteen minutes of that like a million times, right? So I guess yeah. that doesn't count. But for this, uh, no, I, I, I like watching it with the one time. I, I got kind of, I wouldn't say frustrated, but I was just so perplexed, not confused. Mm-hmm perplexed even though they're like the same thing uh, it's just like they kept making some mistakes not mistakes they they just were not divulging information in a way that i found very satisfying and i found just like a lot of like little things added up that i just did not have a good experience with the film uh although it just uh, it's a mess all right like <laughs> let's just let's just put it that way it's a complete mess and we can definitely get into it a little bit more. And I think that when we actually go into the throes of the action or explaining the details of it, that would probably explain why I didn't enjoy it so much. Even though the action's not terrible, they do little things here and there that ultimately add up to me. Just my eyes just start glazing over. I just kept thinking that as I was watching this movie, like you were saying before how a story beat or like a detail will be dropped on you. And if you missed it, you missed it. Yeah. You know, like, it's completely out now. But 
my I would just find myself like after a while, just my eyes start like staring at the wall because I'm like <laughs> I'm just seeing or I'm looking at the television and it's just a bunch of pretty colors to me now. I'm like I don't care anymore, and I don't know if that's that was your impression of the film as well. Yes and no. Uh, this is a this is very odd. This is a slow paced action film. Yeah, yeah. It's it's strange because the when the action happens, it still feels very slow. The pacing feels like it, it never ramps up to uh, a state of where you start to feel like very, very actively engaged. It always just it. Well, we can we can get into that when we start getting into the right. action. Well, we, but, we can talk about it generally speaking, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, okay, first, let me take a crack at the story. I think, oh boy. I think oh, I got it. Oh boy. All right. I think I got it and maybe this might be helpful for people going in, uh, you know, watching it for the first time because I was, you know, I was kind of lost. So just correct me if I'm wrong anywhere. Okay. Okay. So the film uh stars a man named uh Nikita. He is a mercenary. He's on a job in the beginning of the movie and he notices a man uh named Ghost. It flashes back, and we 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 learn that this character Ghost killed his father when he was very young, right? Correct, correct. Okay, so um, he attempts to shoot Ghost. Uh, it it goes awry, and he you know things blow up, and like mission's over. Fast yep. forward, uh, Nikita takes on a mercenary contract with some guy in a suit. Uh, Russian Loki, Russian Tom Wait, Hilton. wait, wait. Russians in tracksuits? Wait, no, I don't... Wait, that's not a thing, is it? <laughs> oh, <I laughs> oh meant, you mean I a regular like a nice suit. suit. Yeah, oh, a nice, okay. like, we blue... Uh, yeah, royal yeah, blue blazer. suit. blazer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And so, basically, the, the mission is he hired uh, Nikita, the mercenary, to lead a bunch of, like, roughnecks and hooligans to raid a factory... And they want to force Major or they want to kind of do like a hostile takeover of this factory, right? Yes. So far, so, far so good, right? You are, you are right. So that's basically the, the front-facing synopsis. Yes, yeah, after yes. after I, this, we come saw spoilers and stuff. But you go yeah, ahead. but I think it's okay to spoil this because I think it doesn't really matter. Well, okay, so, yes. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so unbeknownst to everybody except Nikita... Um, he actually has other ulterior motives because the factory is actually owned by that character Ghost, and the reason they raid it is because he wanted to get his attention in order to get him out of hiding so he can get revenge on Ghost for killing his father. Yes, so that whole revelation you just med- mentioned, mm-hmm. you just t- described it in a way that I feel like the movie didn't do a good job of doing. Yes. Right? <laughs> I, I wanted to describe it that way because when the information was fed to me while watching it, I like it didn't it didn't stick. You know, yeah. like I just I was like, wait, what? Uh, I when I watched it again and after I like read the synopsis and started reading people's reviews, then it clicked. Then when I watched the movies, I was like, Oh, I wish I just wish the storytelling was a little better. Yeah, of course. Because well, that whole revelation, uh, it's still on the surface, like I still find it very hard to understand uh well because like what what do you mean like the the factory is actually owned by another guy because what ends up happening is when the the original ghost shows up at you know towards the two-thirds mark of the film to uh, 
he has a bunch of his men just gunning down every everyone in the factory. And I'm like, why? Why? Yeah, that, I don't get it. That wasn't very clear. My assumption is uh, no witnesses. And why? I, th- this is me. This is me just assuming. It was never said. Uh-huh. But what ends up happening is they realize that um, the real owners of the factory are coming. And we're, we're kind of at the end of the film already. We jumped ahead a little bit. But the real owners are coming. They need to get everybody out, even the people that they tied up. So yeah, right. Well, like, I mean, the, the ones who actually sorry, the ones who actually worked at the factory, we thought were the original owners. They suddenly are considered enemies of Ghost, who was the original owner, the real owner, even though they worked there. I don't understand that part. Like, where's the motivation in t- determining like why suddenly all the allegiances are all over the place? I don't understand yeah. why. Uh, by the way, like up to that one half mark or the two, one half to two thirds mark. Uh, it's it's it feels like it's very very simple like here are the good guys i'm putting that in quotations they're good guys and they're raiding this place to go against the quote-unquote bad guys and then once ghost shows up all those people we just mentioned get on the same team and i don't really understand why yeah that was not handled very well and the whole time i kept thinking wait why are they now in some sort of weird allegiance why are they now helping each other out yeah that really needed to be explained like a lot better. <laughs> you said something yesterday when I <laughs> when I was watching this movie. I just got on my phone. I'm like, Zero, what is happening with this movie? And then I just noticed I'm like, I just missed like three lines of dialogue. And I'm like, Oh my god, that was like, I guess that was like a pivotal story points or something like that. But I guess not because I'm sure the movie's still confusing without that. Um, yeah, because. Um, I have absolutely no what was going what was going on. When I texted you, you said, "Yeah, the the character development's pretty bad," and that's another thing we should talk about. The characters, they're uh, the main characters. They're not redeemable at all. <laughs> they're kind of dickish. So uh, after after thinking about it a little bit, I will say I think the movie was kind of smart in how they set up the quote unquote main characters. You sure. have you, so you have Nikita. He is a very soft-spoken, kind of stoic and am, uh, admirable kind of character. You know, he's technically a mercenary, but he's still he's still a good guy. You get that sense throughout the uh, entire film. And these kind of football hooligans that they hire to assist in the raid, they are very, very rambunctious. They're cocky, very, very arrogant, and they constantly butt heads with Nikita throughout the, you know, the first like two-thirds of the movie. And the film is just keeps on having them go at odds. So that was like one of the only driving factors in terms of, you know, characterization that I thought was kind of interesting. You knew who the the you knew who the people were that you hated right away. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they set them up. And you knew that Nikita needed to put them in his place. So the whole time you're, you get that sense of tension. They're constantly going against each other. And then finally they alleviate it, alleviate it later because then they obviously have to fight. Yeah. And then the movie does that whole switcheroo with allegiances. And it almost feels like, okay, well, I mean, after setting up such terrible characters because of all the things that they do and the way that they behave, 
you you kind of already kind of suspect that something terrible is going to happen to them, right? Their fates are like kind of sealed. Yes. But once the, the allegiances start getting a little muddled because of the movie progresses that way, it's like it's almost as if the movie is trying it's trying to make you feel like sympathize with these characters. Yes. And it doesn't work. <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> what I agree is happening? with you. I agree one with of you. It... One of them is an attempted rapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they definitely try. I, I After rewatching it, I saw that they tried to put little hints of characterization in everyone here and there. The issue with those hooligans who are kind of the antagonists, even though they're... Mm-hmm alongside the Euronymous the, or whatever yeah, it's called yeah. yeah they're alongside going alongside the protagonist the whole movie yeah. um they it it sucks because they all look the same they're all in the track suits they all kind of have the really short haircuts so you really have to look at the shapes of their heads yeah well they don't have character kind of right yeah they don't have character it's like one of them oh he has a poten- one of them has like a potential love interest with some other woman one of them's a crazy guy who gets um he gets injected with uh, morphine. Yeah, well, at he, one had, he point. Yeah, 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 he has a sock on his hand the entire yeah, time. Yeah, then one, you know, one of them's a leader, and then one of them. Well, of them. that one's well, we have Russian Tom Hardy. Who yeah, the yeah, <laughs> yeah Russian Tom Hardy, and then I kind of thought that the guy who played uh, Nikita Ivan Kotick, he kind of looked like uh, Christian Bale in certain angles. Mm, certain okay, lights. I can see that, especially like with in the hair, in his, in his hair, in the hair, in yeah. his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, oh man, this is just a remake of Dark Knight Rises, <laughs> <laughs> but worse. And I didn't even like that movie. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we we have our main players, and they're kind of just going. All right, well, I I, th- I think that we've circumvented it long enough. I we've got to talk about the action, as from a general standpoint, before sure. we talk about the technicals, because this is actually my big problem with the movie, and why my eyes just kind of start getting cross-eyed after a while. I get I developed tunnel vision because like the action is choreography wise is actually very interesting at times. I'm like, wow, yeah. that's actually kind of nice. It does and and the sh- the, there's not really shaky cam. They do digital tricks to uh, quote unquote uh, accentuate the action. Uh, I'm not exactly a fan of that. Oh, I hate that. That that <laughs> almost ruined all the action for me. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, right. so anytime so basically there is a guy holding a steady cam and you know, because it's not static shots, like you can see the frame kind of moving around. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when somebody goes in for a hit, you can see digitally they'll move the frame to kind of snap it to yep. the center. And anytime that happened, I was like, Oh no, no, don't do that. It was yeah. or you can see sometimes they would cut frames to make the hits like a little harder and yes. faster. Yeah. They'll, and, they'll cut frames or they'll speed up like a certain segment of a hit. Yeah. And man, like I was getting really disappointed because this was this was kind of unique from a martial arts standpoint in that it was like it was a little too realistic in the fact that it just looked like bare knuckle brawling, right? Yeah, yeah. It was it this looked like bar like this a lot of the choreography looked like bar fighting. Right. Like That's lots true. of haymakers, but not necessarily in a bad way. You got people going in and out of for a few combinations, and then you would go back, and then you would just you they would kind of wait to kind of catch their breath. It felt a little too realistic at times. Oh, I don't mind that. Uh, that that's I don't mind. That I don't I mind that either. But <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, all the all the post uh, digital effects, it was really really annoying to me, and I 
I was like, uh, like I was there, mm. but I wasn't. I I can understand that. I don't. I'm not the biggest fan of it. I do think it's a it's slightly excusable. But there is one thing that I um, after watching this, there's the one nuance of action filmmaking that is constantly overlooked, but it's extremely important is sound editing. And this move, did you notice, did you pick up on this? So like, that's, on the, that's, the fights? that's what I was going to ask you. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know if it, I would say sound editing. I think the sound design. Design, sorry, their, not editing. Uh-huh. Their choice to give it very realistic sound effects. Actually. Yes, yes. And what I mean by that is when you punch somebody, it doesn't sound like it does in a Hollywood movie. Like it's yeah, just like, yeah. like whoosh, sound yeah. effect, almost like a mini explosion, like, Right. It just it almost just sounds like slapping. Yeah. Like imagine just like like that. Punches like kind of <laughs> just sound like that cuz it's Yeah, but skin. a lot more muffled. But it, it really and it's uh, I mean yes, you're right. It is designed but also partly editing cuz the levels will like really dial down like it really does feel like if because the camera's 5 feet away from the action, it sounds like Yeah. <laughs> right? It, it's like It almost sounds like they didn't ADR the fights and yeah. we were hearing the real move sets like mm-hmm. but uh, but you you can tell that's not exactly the case because every now and then that you would hear like swishes and stuff yeah. like that yeah so yeah the sound designer made a conscious choice to give it more realistic sound effects yep and it's a movie it's, that's something i can't that's like a almost like a hidden sin <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. It, that's okay. what it takes me out of it so yeah, much. Yeah, it was that was taking me out of it. Um, Nothing it felt impactful. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how I felt. Like, I, it, I didn't hate it, but it was just kind of in the back of my head. I knew there was something. You knew I was gonna it. hate it. Yeah, I knew you were. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not the biggest sound guy, although we do have an audio podcast. Uh, but I like, I'm not the biggest sound person. I'm very visual. I mean, visual is, that's why like, I'm, I've always harp on like the action and such, but unfortunately when it comes to action, uh, like it's, it's a whole very immersive experience when you can get the sound right. Uh, I mean, that's part, it's, you know, you combine the things together, like, oh, that's cool choreography. Now we need to, you know, extenuate it. We need to layer it with different things. Yes. And it when it all comes together, like that's what makes the good action scene. When you when you start to take away these layers, like the sound, for example, uh, I think the common moviegoer will notice something's off, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Uh, and, and like the the whole film is kind of like that, and it's kind of unfortunate. So I noticed all those little digital tricks that they do to heighten the action. That's their way of like they want to just focus on that in order to make the the action look more intense than it actually was, but without the sound, as as like no matter what you do, like without the proper sound, I, I don't feel like this is appropriate. Say for example, we t- like when we're talking about like old older Shaw Brothers films, and I don't know why we're going on here, but bear with me. The sure. the logic I'm going with is like. Those movies, like, it's very dancey, very floaty. It's like, okay, you suspend your disbelief because, you know, like, even though they only have three sounds for hits, which, psh, 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 mm-hmm. like, over and over, 
Uh, you can kind of excuse it because it's it feel you can feel the budget. You can, but it's like it's appropriate for what you're going for. And that's Here. also of the time period. You know, that's oh, well, yeah, they were yeah. using what they had because yeah, they yeah. were recording with the fights, right? Weren't they like? Wasn't yeah, someone yeah. off screen like actually recording like the hits? Oh, I have no clue about that. But whatever it is, that's mm-hmm. the decision that that had to be made at the time. Here, it's like it's a more modern film. Uh, you know, sound design wise. They made a conscious decision to make it more realistic sounds, and yeah, but that actually takes away a lot of the impact from the hits. Yeah, like it, it just feels like nothing is very impactful, and uh, you can say like, yeah, that's what a real fight would be like. But it's a movie, movie uh, like it's it's a fully immersive experience. You need to actually heighten certain things, like the the sound of someone's fist hitting someone's face should actually feel more like you should actually hear it, or I don't know, like that like. Without that, it just feels like they're not actually the the damage isn't really being done. There are entire fight scenes where like uh, like there's one particular moment where Nikita comes out and his lip is all bloody because he got squared in the jaw, and I, I didn't even notice. I didn't even know that they're trying to imply that that was supposed to be a powerful hit, mm, right? Okay, and, okay. Yes, yeah, so, and a I lot see of the yeah. a lot of the mo- a lot of times where like Abdul a character will come out of something and they look like they're kind of like reeling from the pain without the sound editing. I didn't know that the last hit that they experienced was supposed to be painful. Ah, okay. That's, that's good. I like that. That's a pretty good, uh, um, complaints, yeah. complaints <laughs> for, for sound editing or sound yeah. design. Excuse me. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. The, the sound design is definitely my biggest problem with the movie outside of the messy storytelling. <laughs> uh but yeah the, the the russian raid um so i don't recommend russian raid <laughs> uh i i don't know uh maybe you have a different opinion you might have been more uh lenient on the film i was not very i didn't enjoy this film at all i, I thought there were little glimpses of things i enjoyed but i didn't i hit i found the movie itself very very frustrating uh i didn't hate the film but i i a lot of times i just like was like what what's going on i don't understand what's happening uh and the fact that the characters are not very likable or that they weren't developed at all and like i i think that's a lot of the reason why i felt like the intensity of the action wasn't there uh like on top of the many things we said before the sound design the uh the sound design, the way that they edit the the fights, uh, the hits of the fights, uh, the digital trickery, like all those things, uh, also compounded with the fact that I don't really care about any of the characters. Uh, like I just felt like there's no intensity throughout the whole film, and that's why I find the movie kind of dull at times. Um, it drags on too long, so yeah, don't. I wouldn't recommend watching the film. I'd say just watch the action, and just once, and that's it. Yeah, like maybe maybe the fights, uh, the fight between Nikita and all the the tracksuit guys. There's the gym fight, which is super short, and that's it, really. Yeah, that no, no. Zero. What, what are your thoughts? Okay. Yeah, I I had a feeling uh, of what you would think about this movie. <laughs> yeah. I I Am I that I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to be a little more forgiving. Uh, First time director Dennis Kruchlov. Sorry, I'm butchering that. I don't know. 
Yeah, I, I don't know Russian. Uh, <laughs> but this is his first film. He only did a short before that. I'm trying to be very nice. Um, I think it, it this looks competently shot. I, I think it just needed a, a better story. Like we, if you listen to this whole thing, we complained about kind of story elements throughout. I think if they wrote it a little more seamlessly and just a little more upfront instead of trying to throw plot twists or surprise it as us i think i think you should always go more straightforward with action sometimes because i don't think people care about surprises when in action movies right yeah well the surprise itself is not doesn't have a good payoff (laughs) exactly that too but uh yeah i i want i'm definitely being a lot more forgiving uh the the digital post stuff is what actually annoyed me the most I generally liked uh, the choreography because it felt unchoreographed at times. It felt like a lot of people just going at it, which was which was kind of it's different. If you if you're a martial arts fan, you're used to seeing very clean choreography where it looks like people are performing, you know, like a dance fight almost. Uh, yeah. I like here it it feels like a bunch of guys just getting into a barroom brawl. Yeah, uh, like you said, the Nikita versus the the Tracksuit That's definitely the best one. Uh, what else? Uh, <laughs> Are you scrambling? Are you scrambling? Uh, oh, so yes, he's not much of a character, but uh, I liked Ivan Kotick, the guy who played Nikita. I mm-hmm. think he did the calm, quiet, stoic guy perfectly. I could see him doing this character like forever in other action movies I'd, I'd like to see him more apparently he was in dragon blade uh that was the jackie chan roman uh, oh interesting yeah. oh we have in, to cover that <laughs> and he was in tai chi zero oh my was he i watched that he that was, was not good character yeah oh i did i didn't recognize well i mean yeah i don't know that movie Maybe we'll cover that one day because uh, that movie is uh, both of those movies are a mess. <laughs> <laughs> They're contenders for a bad movie night. Oh boy! Ooh, I want to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, uh, any- hey. Well, yep, anyway, but- yeah, Russian raid. Um, I I've never seen a martial arts film from Russia. I don't know them to be an export of martial arts films so if this is like one of the first ones or more popular ones i'd say you know go watch it support it. it's not horrendous uh yes there are story problems and oddly enough it feels like a slow-paced action movie (laughs) but i think there are little nice moments here and there that if you're an action fan you you can appreciate this movie would have worked better if it was just eco wise but he was russian (laughs) <laughs> there you go what it's just like eco weiss you mean like they the it's just the raid but it's just like it's just wait, wait you mean like they deep faked eco weiss space yeah. on top of uh yeah ivan kotick's body? yeah there you go it's it would have been perfect all right internet make it happen <laughs> let's go <laughs>